Welcome to the Value Investor TV podcast. This is the podcast that helps you grow your wealth and become financially independent. My name is Becco and my partner, Hari. Hello. Um, today, we will be talking about, as you guys saw in the title, uh, kind of deeper dive into return on equity and why it matters to us, uh, how we should think about it for different industries. We should definitely take, it, uh, you know, take that into account when we're, look, when we're looking at any numbers, but specifically for return on equity. And maybe generally, you know, why this, why this, uh, why this ratio is so important. Uh, along with other kind of operational efficiency ratios, such as return on invested capital, uh, and so on and so forth. So before we start, though, Hari, uh, please uh, give us a little quick disclaimer. Yeah, so um, this podcast is designed to help you invest the way that value investors um, would uh, invest, and we are trying to teach you how they would do that. So this is an educational podcast. We are not making specific recommendations since we don't know your specific financial situation. So in the event that you uh, are making any financial decisions, if you feel the need, then contact um, a financial advisor. Awesome. Um, all right. Let's dive right into this podcast, guys. Um, so like we talked about um, earlier, so this this episode is going to be on return on equity, sometimes uh, you know, shortened for ROE. Uh, this is so important um, for value investors because it kind of tells you how 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 efficient the companies are in putting the money back into the business to grow. Um, because ultimately, as shareholders, we are really looking for a shareholder return in a long term. So, return on equity is a good way to kind of measure that. Uh, and so, Hari, I think first, um, maybe take us through why this is so important, and then we could jump into. Um, you know why, why this is important, first of all, and secondly, how this could differ for different industries. Yeah, so we have kind of talked about return on equity several times throughout the podcast. And if you haven't, if you first of all, if you don't understand what that is, I would highly recommend listening to our uh, topics around uh, the uh, uh, ratios and also about um, the financial statements around balance sheet, which defines what equity is, and, and so does the cash flow statements and the uh, net income statements. So the reason that we highlight that is that a, you know return on equity is really about how profitable a business is. So during the normal operations of a business, you know they have to buy assets, um, and then they use those assets to turn that into ongoing cash. Right? That's they sell a product. The product gets um, converted into uh, first into goods, then it gets sold, and then that that becomes cash. Right? That's a cycle that you know it goes through uh, in order to uh, you know in the normal life cycle of a of a business. In that process, you know the more profitable a business is, um, the better they are in able to expand that profitability into the next thing. So, example for example, you have a business that takes a hundred dollars in assets. Uh, in equity, let's call it instead, um, and it generates fifteen dollars in income every year. So that's a fifteen percent return on equity. So that fifteen dollars now is a decision that the company has to make as to what should we do with that fifteen dollars. Right? We can invest mm-hmm. it in the business, which means we're hiring more people and uh, and buying more assets. Right? So that fifteen dollars goes into uh, 
uh, becomes $115 in equity, and now they can get 15% on $115 in equity, right? Think about a business like a restaurant chain, right? Every restaurant that they open, you know, you can't, you know, if you have a restaurant in Albuquerque, New Mexico, it doesn't really benefit anybody in, you know, Schenectady, New York, right? You have to have uh, those assets near the people to make you know money off of it. So the return on equity here, um, you can grow your business by buying more assets that gets converted into uh, uh, you know a, a something that you can sell, and that's how you continue to do this. So if you imagine though, in the case that we have a business that has a seven and a half percent return, right? So um, instead of making fifteen dollars, they return seven dollars. Um, well, that equity now goes from 100 to $107, right? So in five years, um, a business that had um, 15% return on equity would be able to double its equity base and then grow um, you know, by selling assets that way. Whereas one that would get 7% you know, percent return actually would take 10 years roughly to double its equity base, right? So you can see here that by growing your equity base, you're able to sell more product, right? That is kind of the the goal of every company is to be able to, you know, in terms of growth, right? So we talk about the type of investing that we've been talking about is this great businesses at a fair price or, you know, good stocks cheap, you know, is, a, is another way of saying it. So when we look at businesses, we want to see, do they have a long runway for growth? That was part of our checklist. And if they have that long runway for growth, can they invest that money back into the business, right? So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what we are trying to get into. So I've, I've said a lot of things already. So maybe <laughs> Becca, if you want to jump in, and you know, do you have anything yeah. to add there? Yeah, I think um, I think when I first uh, kind of learned about these operational efficiency ratios, I think a good way to think about it is like um, uh, gall- gallons per mile. You know, the, 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 the gallons per mile, I think it's a good kind of analogy because let's say you have a car that's just burning fuel and, you know, for, for, for one gallon or one liter of, of gasoline, how far can the, can the car go? I think it's a good way to think about it. I think it's a similar analogy in that it's really talking about how efficiently can an entity, be it a car or be it a, uh, an organization or, a gov- or um, not government, uh, um, company, how efficiently can they use the resources at hand to go far? So I think for me, kind of an easy way to think about it was that. Uh, I know when we were, you know, when we were younger and taking physics cl- physics class or kind of science class, and we would kind of, uh, kind of think about um, the efficiency ratios for a combustion engine, for example, you know, you can never go up 50%, uh, for example, for combustion engine, things like that. I think, I think that is kind of the mental framework that I use to understand uh, these, these operational, operational efficiency ratio, namely, uh, return on equity and return on invested capital, return on capital employed, all these different ratios. You think of it that way, at least for me, I think that really helped. Um, anything you want to uh, add there, Hari? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that's kind of the purpose of this is measuring how uh, profitable a business is, right? So in that example that I was giving, there was a 15% return versus a 7% return. Well, if I have that business, right, the one that's more efficient, that's able to generate more income per dollar spent, right, then I am looking for the businesses that can maximize that 
kind of return, right? Because then mm-hmm. what will happen is they can compound their money faster, right? For every dollar they invest, they can get 15%. You know, it only takes five years for them to double versus the company that gets 7% return, right? Yeah. So that, why this is so critical is your rate of return for the stock is basically how, you know, the, the return on equity for the business, right? In a business that will reinvest all of its money back into the business, okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to reiterate that because that's such a fundamental concept and such an important, you know, part of, the, of what we do is the return on equity for a business will roughly equate to the long-term returns for an investor, in that business. Yep. So if I could, yeah, go ahead. And that's only assuming that the business reinvests all of its profits back into the company. Okay. So if it, if it's paying dividends and if it's doing stock buybacks, right, that money that it's generating is not going back into the company. It's being returned to shareholders. So that return will be, won't, won't be. So we're talking about only businesses that are reinvesting their profits back into the company. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh it's good good kind of um so maybe maybe I think a good way to kind of start I know we were kind of 10 minutes in already in the on the podcast but I think a good way to kind of think about this is to first define what return on equity is because I, I don't think we really defined it uh, up front. So um what is return how do you calculate return on equity? I think that is a good kind of segue into this topic. How do you what what is what's the what's the equation? Yeah, so it, it's Net income, which is at the bottom of the income statement, the bottom line, as it were, and uh, the equity is actually the assets minus liability. So what you own, which is the assets, what you owe is the liability, and equity is the difference between those two. So mm-hmm. companies that have a um, uh, asset-heavy business, right? You know, they have to buy a lot of uh, equipment and assets to in order to run the business. Um, will you know will you know is kind of what we're talking about in the traditional sense right most businesses prior to technology businesses were asset heavy businesses so they had to spend a lot of money to acquire the assets and then use that to uh, generate income mm-hmm. so those asset you know heavy businesses um, you know there's two parts of this 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 equation right the top part is net income right which is affected by you know the price of the goods sold, and the um, you know, and it is also affected by um, the operating profit. So, which is how much money is spent on em- employees and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's also it's on research and development and sales and marketing affect that number. And then the equity is actually affected by how many how many assets that you buy. So uh, that you know are going to be used for more than one year in a company. So think of cars, thinks of, you know, the plants that you have to, you know, uh, invest in, think of the buildings that house everybody that, you know, works at the company, that kind of stuff. Right? So it's pretty easy to like see how these levers can kind of be played out, right? So the the if I am starting a company, let's, you know, say that we sell tacos, right? Um so if I spend a lot of money on uh, employees, right? So I'm going to lower my net income by because I'm increasing my uh, operating expenses, so my employee expenses. Uh, let's say I have a heavy marketing budget, you know that'll also lower my uh, net income. 
Um, and then if I if I buy real estate in very expensive parts of town, that will um, you know increase my asset base, which will actually lower my net income, right? So then the one thing that, or I'm sorry, that that will lower my uh, equity. The one trick about this is, you know, we said it's assets minus liabilities. If you increase your liability amount, then you will um, decrease your equity base, which will all artificially increase your return on equity, right? So, mm-hmm. so what we try and do is when we're making this calculation, we're using it in the context of a business that is, um, is not overly leveraged, right? So that means that they're not, you know, ha- they don't have a ton of debt. Um, so there's a, you know, the debt to equity ratio is less than one in some cases, you know, is, is a good measurement for that. Or um, the uh, another way to measure that is that free cash flow can be, can pay off their debt in three years. So, yeah. um, so I was, well, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Beko. Yeah, on that, because there's kind of quite a bit of, uh, of stuff to unpack there. Um, if I could kind of summarize for our audience. Um, so return equity, again, is calculated by this very simple equation. This is just division. Simple two, not two numbers, take two numbers and divide them. And that's how you get return equity. And the first number on the top, on the top is, is uh, the bottom line. So the net income. So you can see this in the income statements, the bottom of the income statement, you'll be able to find that number. The number on the bottom, the number that you divide with is, is the equity, which is located in the balance sheet. So you take those two numbers and divide. That's how you get return on equity. And um, what Hardy's talking about with in terms of the debt load is that because we are using equity as the as the denominator, if the denominator itself is very small, the number, the return on equity number, is going to be artificially big. So sometimes you have to look at the context of their balance sheet to figure out if the return on equity number is artificially high because of a high debt load. So that's why you have to look at other measurements of healthy balance sheets, such as uh, um, um, debt to equity ratio, for example. That's what uh, Hari is talking about there. Yeah, and and for, you know, there are other return on invested capital, return on capital, return on common, um, you know, uh, equity. There's, There's lots of different terms that are measuring kind of the same thing, and there's little different ways to calculate it. For the purpose of this discussion, Let's just focus on return on equity as the as a blanket term for the profitability metrics because what we're trying to teach you is this more slightly more advanced concept, right? Which is the money that I get off of this return, right? That money is what I, I want to maximize that without having a lot of debt, right? Because what mm-hmm. that will and what that tells me is I can take that money and reinvest it in back in the business, right? And if I'm reinvesting it back in the business, I'm going to take that money. I want to have as much of that as possible because that's how I can grow my business quickly, right? If I have a very low return on equity, then my, you know, incremental dollars spent, you know, back in the business don't really benefit me very much, right? Um, And... If I have a high return on equity, then I want to put all of my money back in, right? So, so why this is such a critical concept and why we've been talking about it and dedicating a whole episode to it is, um, 
you know, as I said before, the long-term rate of return for any investment will will mirror what the return on equity is, right? And so, if you put your money back into the business, um, you're going to see that that asset base grow, and then that money will then get converted into uh, longer-term, um, you know, long-term returns, right? So we're talking not one year, not two years, but probably more like five years you will see that yeah. rate of return mirror what the return on equity is. So the good thing yep. is, if you find a great business, and you know it's a great business because you've gone through our checklist, which you can get from us at info at valueinvestor.org, or you can um, uh, tweet us at, uh, at valueinvestortv to get that uh, from us, you will, you will walk through and you will identify this is a great business. You can kind of pre-predict what your rate of return will be for that business over a long period of time, right? Yeah. That's an amazing concept to me, yeah. right? That I can tell yeah. you five years from now, because I know that this business will continue to operate the way it's con- operating right now, it'll just be, you know, have grown by the number of years times the return on equity that I've seen, right? Yeah. So on that note, um, you know, I, I just want to kind of touch on this because uh, this is a p- very powerful concept like Hari talked about. And also, this is a concept that we just didn't discover. This is a concept that you know many really good investors out there have been kind of preaching for a long time, namely Charlie Munger. If you want to t- kind of touch on that point, Hari, yeah, uh, I, briefly. I don't know if you can see behind me, there's a blue book. Um, it's called Poor Charlie's Almanac. Um, and uh, it's the tall one there. Um, it's a little blurry because of the, the way the camera works. But um, so... Poor Charlie's Almanac is a book you can buy on Amazon, um, and uh, it's a you know well worth the investment because what he does in that book is he kind of gives a several lectures that you know he has transcriptions uh, from you know to law school classes to uh, business school classes, and he kind of expounds on this concept of you know buying great businesses, um, and he also t- kind of uh, talks about okay I'm buying a great business. Um, but he talks about why, what makes a great business great, which is that return on equity concept, right? So mm-hmm. being able to take the money out of the business, reinvest it back, or taking money from the, you know, the income of the business and reinvesting it back to allow it to grow over time, right? So that's a really uh, powerful concept that I had, you know, for the first time really learned about when reading Poor Charlie's Almanac. So uh, if you don't have a copy, um, I would highly recommend picking one up on Amazon. Uh, we will post a link to it in our um, on the YouTube video, and uh, we'll probably tweet it out as well uh, in case, you know, people are looking for it. Um, you know, um, or you can send us an email and we can send you a link too. Um, but well worth the read. Uh, and it, it's an expensive book, but it's it's one of those that you'll read you can read every year for the ne- the rest of your life and still gain insights, you know, from. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Again, kind of going back to my original point, this is a very, very important concept for value investors. Uh, to, to to kind of as value investors, you know, we want to invest long term, and this is a really good way to figure out which companies will be a great investment for long term, uh, for long term portfolio. Um. Let's see, kind of on that note, I think what we could do is 
uh, kind of um, move on to our next episode, to end it here. And then in the next episode, we will be talking about kind of how return on equity. We have to think about return on equity slightly differently for light asset light business. Uh, how does that sound, Hari? Yeah, uh, I mean, just to give you a preview of you know that you know we had talked about the top line and the bottom line of the the equation, and so with businesses that have asset heavy models, think of a railroad company that has to constantly uh, upgrade their tracks and their trains and things like that. You know, relative to that, their equity base is purely you know kind of drives their return. Now, think about it from a perspective of a technical company, right? Like a, a, mm-hmm. a Google or a Facebook or something where, you know, they don't have as many assets. So um, some concepts that we can go over in the next episode, I think well worth your time to listen to, because honestly, this is probably the most important concept you will ever, um, you need to understand in investing. Um, and just just one more thing, you know, before we, we close uh, sure. There's a great book also called The Hundred Baggers, right? It is a book that looked at all of the companies that had a 100x return on your investment from, you know, any arbitrary period to, you know, that 100x return. Uh, and they tried to find what are the common parameters that make up that 100 bagger business, right? <clears throat> and the uh, the interesting thing about it is all of those businesses had very high return on equity, 15% or higher. And, you know, if you look at it, the businesses that got to the 100 bagger faster got there because they had a higher return on equity, right? So the mm-hmm. if you have a 25% return on equity, um, you'll probably get there in about 10 years. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, in a, uh, 20 years. Um, whereas if you have a... Uh, 15% return on equity, it's going to take you closer to 40 years to get there. So, um, you know, the uh, it's actually a little more than 40 years to get there. So, you know, that higher return that you can get on your equity base, the higher and faster your business will grow and the faster that. So uh, another ba- a book that we'll tweet out um, and also link in the uh, on the YouTube channel. Yep. Those are really good, really great uh, book recommendation. One, uh, Poor Charlie Almanac, we will tweet that out and we'll put it in the description box. And the second book that I talked about right there is 100 Baggers, another great book for value investors. So uh, kind of that's it for us uh, right now for this episode, but stay tuned because the next concept that we'll be talking about is really a powerful concept. Um, I think it's a concept that will help you become a much, much better value investor, um, especially in the context of all these great kind of um, SLA businesses that we have to kind of deal with and analyze as value investor in this uh, in this era. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Thanks.